Hey everyone, it's your girl Tyra V and I want to discuss with you guys a very important topic that I feel needs to be discussed because there's a lot of people that just don't understand how important it is to have self-love and self-care and this topic is for you, self-righteousness and being selfish. You have to take care of yourself and I'm going to tell you how to do it from a point of view that will allow you to enrich your relationships with others while taking care of yourself and also um, with growing as an individual and learning to love you for who you are and chisel away the parts of you that aren't great for you delivering that higher self-purpose or self that you're trying to be or or destined to be rather not trying so the, let's talk about selfish the word selfish it has a, a negative connotation and I feel like over the years people have become a little bit more aware of the positive context of using the word selfish um, it might be because you know the millennials are very self-focused and within reason it's the number one reason why they're one of the most successful generations of all time so bittersweet but selfish is just in lack of definite terms of Marion or Webster but in straight philosophical ideals it's looking out for self in a way that's not going to compromise self let me say it again looking out for self in a way that's not going to compromise self so when I say selfish throughout this podcast episode that's what I mean looking out for oneself that won't compromise oneself so now that we got that out the way, let's talk about self-love versus self-care. So everybody knows that in order for you to acquire the type of love, whether it be from family, friends, or an intimate or romantic partner, you have to truly understand your value. That's where self-love comes from. Understanding your value and worth and understanding how to be steadfast and assertive about what you want and what you deserve and desire from others. Self-care is still being empathetic, having compassion, being gracious, being generous, but you have to make sure that you're not overdoing it because sometimes you know, you might go above and beyond and it could deplete your reserves and then you run out of give a fucks and nobody wants to be around whenever someone's pretty low on their give a fucks. So in order for you to avoid having those moments of emptiness, you have to ration out your self-care appropriately you have to always put yourself first in that cycle when you're 
checking on a friend. You're, you know, looking out for somebody. You have to see how is this going to impact you now and later. If it's going to impact you indirectly, you might want to, you know, take that in consideration as you continue to help. If it's going to impact you directly, you need to make a a conscious decision immediately on if this is the best thing to do. I am 100% in for the 80-20 rule. If 80% of your effort of helping people will indirectly impact you, I feel like you should just do it. It should be nothing but just straight help, nurture, consolement, wisdom, knowledge, like anything that's not, you know, financial or physical or demanding, that 80% should fall into there. Because we, we as humans should be feeding back into either each other. We're each other's resources. So that 80% group needs to fall there. That 20% are the people that, you know, you might have to sow into financially, you know, emotionally and mentally. And that, that should be a smaller set of people. You shouldn't be giving that bigger, larger group those things directly. You need to really be wise on how you do that. And it allows you to replenish yourself much easier if you're limiting the amount of direct self-care you're dispensing to other people. Because if whatever you give out means that you're taken away from yourself. And that's why I call it still self-care when you're looking out for other people. Because at the end of the day, we only have 100% of anything. There's not this real 110% effort and 1,000% and all these weird, fictitious numbers. We all get the same bandwidth and capacity. Period. And if you dispense all yours on outside things or situations or circumstances when it's time to take care of you how are you going to do that how will you manage so you need to make sure that your self-care is appropriately divided I tend to follow nowadays more of a 70-20-10 rule because I've learned over the last year that I absolutely need self-time and self-reflection time or else I get really cranky and moody because there's so much stuff that I have gone through in you know, a period of time and I just need to ingest it all and marinate and see you know, where there's opportunities for me to grow or how I could have handled it differently so that I can continue to become that high-value person that I'm destined to be. And I don't feel like I can do that if I'm giving out 80-20. <laughs> so... I've changed it again. This is the way that I do it, but I definitely think that the 80-20 is a, a great step stone. And as you get more disciplined and being righteously selfish and intentional about being selfish in the positive way, you'll know what you need and how you need to allocate your self-care, love, and reflection time 
some people, they don't spend a single minute reflecting on life or where they're been and where they're going. And sure, you don't want to dwell. There's a difference. But we all need to go back and take a moment to just appreciate the progress and understand our journey and bask in, you know, the milestones and accomplishments that we've made. Because it's not easy. There's days that are just like, fuck, you know, damn, why am I doing this shit? But when it's done, it's like, ha, that's why I did it. Dang. Glad that I persevered. Because, you know, other people would have given up. And that's just far too easy. And if you're going somewhere and you know you're going to be on the top, you'd rather just go through the climb. Knees bleeding, hands torn apart. Sweat rolling down your forehead, whatever has to happen, you're gonna get to the top. <laughs> um, so again, um, another thing that I think is really helpful in and being self righteous is, um, or excuse me, selfishly righteous. I can't even talk now. Selfishly, selfishly, uh, righteously selfish is to spend some time meditating and maybe doing some yoga. Or just having some just straight up disconnection from the world. Like me time is essential in resetting and, you know, restoring your give a fucks for lack of a better term. But really for restoring your um, your passion and your gratitude and your love and your patience for the world because if it gets too low you can become very bitter and unhappy and unreasonable and you know nobody really wants to deal with that so just you know spend time with yourself giving yourself a chance to you know let off some of the the pressures of of life or situations and circumstances just to refuel yourself um, again, the main point of this was be selfish and do it graciously and do it with dignity and be respectful when you tell people you need to do this for yourself. It has nothing to do with them, but you cannot compromise yourself because you are the only one that can take care of yourself at the end of the day. And that's your responsibility and you're accountable to holding yourself to that. I really hope that Whoever's listening to this was able to receive something out of it. Um, I'd love to hear some comments about it. Um, There is an opportunity for you to message me if you're interested in opening up dialogue about it. I'd love to hear about it. But please stay tuned for more episodes on this topic because there's going to be a lot more things that I want to talk about, about being selfish and how to do it appropriately. Um, Again, this is Tyra V, and I hope y'all are living y'all's best life out there. Take care, and God bless.